When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. The number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. That's Lord Every trash EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise and shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Well, wake up and. Let's celebrate Knicks with another win. No Julius Randle, no problem. No OG Ananobi, no problem. We got Precious. We got Isaiah. We got Jalen. <laughs> Rick, nine in a row. It's all happening. Good morning. We got Dante. We got Deucey. You name it. No Grimes last night. I got to tell you, man, yep. I'm sitting there before the show this morning and I'm watching the, the Jalen Brunson video, him making his first All-Star game, his mom, his sister, his dad. I started crying. You were not little, crying. I got a little emotional. You wept? I got a little. It's been a, it's been a weird 12 hours, but yeah, I was, I was emotional. Wow. Well, dude, you got to watch this video, man. They're showing, I mean, it's, it's him as he grows up and it's, I could only imagine, I tell you this all the time, you know, I wish... I had Milo when I was still playing. They'd be on the ice, be in the locker room, and there's pictures of you know Jalen with his dad, and they talk about how he was able to emulate all the different players and how he was a student of the game. And then by the end of it, his dad's like, and this isn't going to be the direct quote. You're going to have to watch it, but it goes along the lines of, you know, I know as you grew up, you wanted to be like me, but now I wish I was like you at this Whoa. age. And I was like, oh. You need to watch this video, Dave. Nick's tweeted oh. it. Go, go check it out. Re- really? Well, I, can't, I, I mean, I'm, I'm doing a show. So well, I can't watch it. You got commercials. I wept. You, you wept? I so, wept. Uh, were tissues involved? Uh, the robe. I took the robe. I was like, oh. <laughs> wow. So they pulled at your heartstrings. Yeah, dude. You saw him last night after the game when Alan asked him about it. Yeah. No, I started know. crying. Started to, I, I get him started. I'm not blaming him for starting to cry. For you to start to cry is a, a tad bit odd. Well, think about this, though, okay? The culmination for him and his family. How proud his dad must be. His dad's on the freaking bench to watch what this kid does. Watch what he did last night. Gets punched in the face, right? Right. Bounces up. It, it, dude, it's like he is, he epitomizes everything you would want as a parent and as a Knicks fan when you watch this guy play. I mean, it, there's a reason why this team plays with the kind of relentlessness, the kind of effort. The kind of resiliency, and it, dude, that's easy. You're down 15. That's easily a game when you look around. I got no. I mean, you mentioned the names. No OG. No yeah, Randall. You, you punt. You know what? And and we would not have said a word today. Be like, you know, it was disappointing, but understandable. You're a hundred percent right. But they didn't. He got up. He went to the bench. They drew up a play, and 
<laughs> and then it's him. He makes a shot. DiVincenzo makes a shot. Precious, who's been awesome. Awesome. Awesome makes a shot. Wasn't that the name of the dog in uh, Silence of the Lambs? Uh, Precious. Was it Precious? I, thi- I, I think, think he's so. right. Put the lotion in the basket. Yeah. I think I think that the guy's dog was... was well, the yeah, ring in Lord of the Rings, too, was the give me my Precious. Yeah, either way. May- Raymond, maybe you can start to uh, put some of that sound in. Oh, us. nice. What, Silence yeah. of the Lambs? <laughs> Silence of the Lambs, or, or... Yeah, Yeah, the dog's name was Precious. In the dog's Silence name was Precious. Little Buffalo Bill action. That little, little, little like, yappy white dog. Yep. She was gets the dog. Remember, she gets the dog. Yeah, she she holds the dog. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I remember. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I mean, I just I, I don't I don't know what it is to say. You you talk about Brunson, who's amazing, like amazing. But look at this team overall. They might be the easiest team to root for that I've ever had. Like Josh Hart, who doesn't even make a basket last night. But there's not there's not a, a loose ball that this guy is not sending every ounce of energy to go after. We talk about Precious. Hartenstein is just all heart and guts and guile. It's just like, I mean, uh, Thibodeau is the head coach. It You talk about working. You talk about, uh, talk about clicking. You talk about Leon Rose doing a good job. I mean, this team is this team is something really, really special right now. Well, you got Precious with 16 rebounds. Hartenstein, 19 rebounds. Josh Hart. 12 rebounds. They killed them on the glass. They killed them on the glass. Dude, they had 24 offensive rebounds, 25 second chance points. Here's the I love these. I was looking into this mor- this morning. So, uh, and their shooting from uh, their shooting was horrendous. Like from 3 was brutal. But uh so the fourth, is not afraid to shoot, huh? No. No. Hey, listen. You're going to give me the green light. I'm taking it. Yeah. Fourth quarter, Knicks rebounds. Shoot. Fourth quarter, Knicks rebounds. They had 20 rebounds. Pacers had 7, 10 offensive rebounds. This is in the fourth quarter. Pacers, zero. Second half, Knicks had 35 rebounds, 17 offensive rebounds. The Pacers only had 16 rebounds and two offensive rebounds. So so the Knicks had more. Uh, this is a good stat. This is why you are the, just the best. Knicks had more offensive rebounds in the second half than the Pacers had rebounds. That's right. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. Wow. That's how you win basketball games when you're undermanned. I got. I got to tell you. With everything going on, watching, you would have thought the way I watched the game last night, it was a playoff game. Like, I was just, I was, I, I and it's got to be like this for everybody right now, the way this team is playing. It's, it's just, it brings you to that next level. This is not regular season. What are they, 32 and 17 now? This is not regular season game 49. This is a big game. And this is, and by the way, I mean, how bad? Now, the Knicks won, so it doesn't really matter that much, or really at all. How bad was the officiating in that game last night? It was not good. Oh, my God. It wasn't good, but guess what? I mean, how many how many times during the course of our show have we talked about good officiating? Have we ever been like, hey, you know what? The officiating last night was No, but, but but here's the thing. And this is what you talk about, like, like offensive linemen and officiating. If you don't talk about it, then it's probably fine. When you talk about it, it's the problem. It was so bad last night. It was not great, but again, like it doesn't, it doesn't matter though. Like that again, like that was a game last night where down fifteen, going up against. It's a big game. You're right. I watched it the same way. I mean, you could kind of like you could feel, or maybe I just got myself, you know, amped up for it just because it was you know going against the Pacers and the whole, you know, the whole Halliburton thing. We should have drafted them, but um, you're down fifteen. You're you're shorthanded, and you're going against a Pacers team that leads the NBA in scoring. You led for what? I mean, you trailed for all but what? Twenty-eight seconds before you finally took the lead. Like that's easily a game where you're like, you know, if we, eight in a row. You know, we can. This isn't our night, right? We don't we're, have enough. We're shorthanded. 
We just don't have it. Fishy we'll pack it up. Stinks, and, you yeah, name it. Plenty of excuses. Bad. No one's going to blame us for this. We can pack it up and not. But to their credit, to their credit, they they never punt on anything, which is amazing now. Like you, what are the Pacers doing too? I get it that Halliburton's on a minutes restriction, but you have the minutes restriction set up so that he doesn't play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, well, he's caught up in that whole thing where he's trying to get a super max, and he can't afford to miss games. He's got to play 65. Otherwise, he doesn't qualify for the Supermax. No, so no. they're kind of trying to massage I, I this. I get it. I get it. And I understand massaging the minutes. I get that, too. Like, he played, like, 22 minutes last night. So you don't want him to play a ton. I totally get that. But you you can't figure out a way that he can get some minutes in the fourth quarter of a, of a, a one-point game? Well, you got to think about it, though. I, I get what you're saying, but you got, it's a hamstring injury, right? Right. So, I mean, there are certain times that you you got to loosen that thing up. So the last thing you want to have happen, so coming out, you know, start the game, you're going to have your warm-up, boom, you start the game, maybe coming out of half, you know, you get all your warm-up done, get the massage you need, you feel good. You can't, that's one of those injuries where you can't just sit on the bench for an extended period of time and then all of a sudden pop up and be like, let's go. I, I don't know. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I you'd like to, I mean, in the, in the biggest parts of the game, you'd like, you know, you'd like your best, your best players on the court, but I think that injury was probably worse than they, they, oh, no, I, I think back. it's legitimately a bad injury, and he tried to come back once prior and, and re-injured it. I'm not yes. saying that. I'm just saying, like, you, if he's playing 22 minutes, you couldn't figure out a way to spread it out that he could play in, in the fourth quarter five minutes? Uh, I'm telling What I'm telling you is probably it's – I'm sure they would like that. Okay. So it's probably just a little bit harder because you're trying to keep that thing loose. So when he gets out there, it's not like I can't just, you know, cold, get in there with a sketchy hamstring and ramp it up. Well, there's a here, real risk of pulling it again. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter. I don't care. That's, that's their problem. And him not playing in the fourth quarter benefits the Knicks. And the Knicks go out there and they win this game. And it was sensational. And I know that we're going to get the calls at 1-800-919-3776. Well, until they do it in the postseason. Okay, you know what? At this moment, I don't care. Enjoy the ride. That's my mantra right now. Enjoy the ride. Lakers, Saturday. And by the way, what they did last night was a disgrace. Was an absolute disgrace to Lakers. To sit Anthony Davis and LeBron James in a game against the Celtics is disgraceful. Well, I don't know what's going on with the Lakers. I mean, there was some talk yesterday in the K show. We didn't really talk about it. Just the whole uh, LeBron James tweet with the hourglass, what that means. And then there's some reports I read I read last night, like kind of insinuating that. Well, there was a report, in, I think more than insinuating. I mean, saying that, that, that they're going to trade him. Yeah, that he could be traded. Here's my concern, though. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody. You got you got Woj, you got Windhorst, you got Zach Lowe, you Shams. got Shams. That report was from a person I've never heard of before. Well, that's why I kind of didn't. I was a little bit uh, a little tempted on it. Yeah. So again, maybe there's something to it. I mean, his his tweet is certainly eyebrow raising, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, his goal the entire time was to play as long as as he could, so he could play with his son. So I don't know with how things are going at USC and his son and everything else that he you know dealt with health wise if that's going to be able to happen next season. I'm sure he wants to win another championship. I don't think uh, if the Lakers can't make a, a substantial move at the deadline is to add to that team. Do you think they could win a championship? I I don't know that they'll win a round. Okay, so I mean LeBron's going to be gone soon. At some point they're going to have to figure out what it looks like after LeBron. And what could you get in a trade package for LeBron to a team, I don't know, like the Knicks? Could you imagine that? Well, what would do for us? I mean, they, they all made great points yesterday. I mean, it's it's true. When you start looking at the landscape of which team 
which winning a championship for which team has the the biggest impact on my legacy? The Knicks. Right. So I've won one in my I've won two in Miami. I go back to Cleveland, win one there, I win one for the Lakers, yep. and now on the on the way out, I win one for the. So Knicks. is that the guy? Like, would are you you're willing to go all in for LeBron this season? Yeah, right now. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, with what's happening with him beating his knee, uh, Milwaukee trying to figure it out with Doc. Uh, I mean, what are you trading? You probably have to get uh, Julius is probably going to be in that deal. You're giving it all up. Yeah, Julius will be in that deal. Fournier's money will be in that deal. Bunch yeah. of first-round picks will be in that deal. That's right. You're giving it all up. You you now got me, but you look at LeBron. For, take age out of the equation. Look at, look at the guy. He's unbelievable. He makes your defense better. He's a, a great offensive player. Right, he, he's a great re. I mean, he does, it's not a weakness in his game. No, it's just age. It's age. That's it. Right, but it's age that you know of. You don't watch him and think, "Oh boy, this guy's thirty nine years old." No, I don't. I just, I mean, it, defensively, he's not probably given the kind of effort that he did as a younger player. But that's just it's smart. Right, but he also knows how to keep some some gas in the tank a little bit too. Well, that's what he's trying to do because that's what's most important now. Right, I mean, he's still giving you. I mean, what is he, he's averaging? It's unbelievable. 20, 25, 8, and... It's unbelievable. 8, 25, 8, and 8? At, at, and how... Is he 39 yet or no? 39, he, yeah. I mean, this is this is remarkable what he's able to do. So, would that be the guy? Would that be the answer? Would you go all in right now, LeBron? Well, that's the move. I mean, that's... I mean, the, the move that you've heard of. That's the... I mean, that's... I, I know, he's 39 years old. Like, I don't know. Do you want LeBron James for everything or Bruce Brown or... No, DeJounte well, Murray. No, but I, like those guys are are stop not stopgap guys. That's not fair. But those guys are like those guys are pieces. But I don't think that's the finishing move. This this would be your because we talk about it all the time, right? You have one big move. This, this would, be, would be your one big move. Yeah, this would be it. I I think I'd do it. I think I have to, uh, dude. I mean, you want to talk uh, about it? So we're gonna have thirty nine year old LeBron with the Knicks. We got forty year old Aaron with the Jets. I mean, it would be wild. It would definitely change the expectations of this season, I'll tell you that. The, the NBA would be all focused on the Knicks, which I don't really care about because once they get into the postseason and they're they're hopefully good anyway, that would probably happen. But New York would be turned on its ear if LeBron somehow wound up on the Knicks. And by the way, trade deadline is six days away. So this is not going to be like weeks of speculation or you know that much conversation. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen soon. Yeah, it's going to happen soon. Ray's going to be 40 soon. Right around Ray, the corner. How, how would that, Ray, if, I, if we could somehow finagle LeBron to New York as a present for you on your birthday, would that, would that work? I guess it all depends on what we have to give up. Re, really? I, I, yeah. The, I mean, the whole thing. You got, you got I, to give I think up LeBron, it. everything LeBron is doing at his age is remarkable, and, and, and he'd be a great piece to have. I just... I mean, how how much success is LeBron bringing the Lakers right now? But is right. that is that LeBron's fault? They or won the, the NBA Cup, Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I think there's a banner for can't, that, can't they, 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 They've got a banner. It's the tiniest banner that hangs over there in the staple. But, I'm sorry, the Crypto.com arena, but it's there. Ray, are, are, are they, is it LeBron's fault that they're 500? Or is it the fact that they're just not a great team? They're definitely not a great team. Okay, but they've got two great players in LeBron and AD. I understand that, but it, but do you watch LeBron and think to yourself, oh, "This is a guy that's he's thirty nine and he's clearly you know past his prime," or do you watch him play and think to yourself, "This guy's amazing." He he is amazing, but he but he is thirty nine. I I get it, but 
I mean, how, how and I don't know that this is going to happen. How often do you have a chance to get somebody of that level? Well, I don't know don't if it's possible if, to get them. Right. Like, it's not, it's, it's probably not going to happen. I mean, I, it's, I understand. it's not likely to happen. But. I understand, but I think you have to have the conversation. No? Yeah, well, I think it's the same conversation we're having about Aaron right now. Like, I mean, if you, if you get rid of, if you take your big swing, so all the uh, assets that you've accumulated, and it costs you Julius and Fournier and Grimes and first-round picks and everything else, I think to Ray's point, are you, are you still good enough to win a championship? And can you win that championship in the next two years? Two years? I'll, I'll tell you what. You know what the answer is? You ask me right now, are the Knicks good enough to win a title? No. You, ask, you say, I'm going to give you LeBron? Are the Knicks good enough to win a title? You know what my answer is? I don't know. You might be. You might be. Well, naturally, it's LeBron James. Yeah, I mean, naturally, I mean, yeah, it, you would think that your your chances to win a championship would increase. But Ray makes a good point. I mean, and part of this too is just this, the inconsistency of Anthony Davis. But you got LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis, who, when he's right, is one of the best players in the league. Right. And since the NBA Cup, the in season tournament, they've been terrible. Terrible. Absolutely horrendous. But I don't know, man. It's pretty It's pretty enticing to think about. Now, this portion of the show brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. The Knicks are the most functional, well-run conversation piece that we have here in New York sports. Times have changed. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. The Knicks, the Knicks are, are the most well run conversation piece that we have here in New York sports. 40 for the All Star, Jalen Brunson. Thrilled about him becoming an All Star. We always work for certain moments, but you never know how to react once it happens. That game last night felt like it had playoff vibes to it. I'm a fan since I'm a kid. I don't think I've ever seen chemistry this much. Times have changed. Don't keep fighting every single night. That's what we do. Especially here, man. This place is unbelievable. This. It's DiPietro and Rothenberg. Spike, is there any chance that you would like to bring Rick or I or both of us and sit with you courtside to a game? That ain't going to happen. <laughs> On 98.7 ESPN. Well, that was hurtful. I'll be honest. I, I did not expect him to, to, to react like that. I thought we might get a, you know what? Let me see if there's ever a game. And he just he shot it down immediately. Yeah, there was no, no thought even put into it. No. No. Those tickets are hot right now. I know, but you know, I think we add tremendous value. Uh, he doesn't, though. Yeah, but I think that's a mistake for Spike. Well, I mean, he'll be at the game on Saturday, and we won't. Uh, I'll be at Duke Carolina on Saturday. I know. But you know what? I think, I think he doesn't know what he's missing. I think he sits with one of us, or in a perfect world, I sit on his right, you sit on his left. I, I think it's probably the greatest experience he's ever had. I don't disagree with you. I, I think we only enhance the experience. I mean, I make funny comments all game long. All game long. Basketball analysis too. is very high level. Yep. I like popcorn. Love popcorn. So, I don't know. Yeah, he's missing out. I, listen, I can't, I can't make him want to bring us, but I think... No, of course not. It's a mistake. I don't know that I would be great on, like, Celebrity Row. I think you'd be great. 
No, I think you. I think you. No, I don't. I, cause, no, because I think I like. I see someone. I see like you know Tyra Banks, and I I I go like forget it. Now you've lost me. Oh, okay. I I thought just because you'd be too like intense for Celebrity Road. This is no, no, this, no, 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 no. I think I think my see, fandom would be appreciated. You see a good looking woman. It's it's night night for you. Yeah, I think probably so. Okay, I, you like, can't I, be you can't be trusted then. No. Like we're supposed to be going there. The, the focus is supposed to be what's, ha- what's happening on the court, not you wandering around looking to mingle with celebrities. Right, but I, I don't think I don't think I would look to mingle. But I think it's like if they show you know, oh, Minka Kelly is three seats over. I think Great. I think I lose my composure. Right. I'm being like honest. I, I'm like, hey, Dave, did you see that? Look, oh, you're they're dry humping Minka Kelly's leg. <laughs> <laughs> there's a dog. No, there's a man humping Minka Kelly's leg. Yes, I like yeah. popcorn. That's that's my co-host, everybody. There he is. That's yep. It's Dave Rothenberg, everybody. That that's right. But I'd like to try. Uh it would be fun to try, yeah. Maybe we get the opportunity someday, Dave. I can't believe he just shut us down. <laughs> um I can't that he shut us down. He didn't even think about it. He didn't even no. pretend like he was even considering it. Well, I did not pretending he was not even thinking about it. Spike, uh, is there any chance that you would like to bring Rick or I or both of us and, and sit with you courtside? That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> You know what the most hurtful thing is? The laugh. See, wouldn't that be like, just think about this. In a big time meeting we had on Wednesday, wouldn't that be like a great experience to offer people like, hey, get a chance to sit with Rick and Dave courtside at a Knicks game. Yes, that would be nice. Yeah, but no, that's the, those no. aren't the experiences. Go out to Popeye's with Rothenberg. <laughs> it pay with raffle tickets. He'll, he'll buy you chicken wings. And here's, we'll a pay. Gas, here's a gas card. <laughs> and we'll pay from afar. <laughs> Don't worry. Your cream corn is paid for. Rick, there could be five to ten sports you could possibly be playing anywhere, anywhere in the United States. That'd be like the uh, the pentathlon for you. <laughs> uh, email emails rolling in. Dave, you said all you want is a championship. Would you take Kyrie on the team? Guarantee a title. Yes. 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 Anybody. I'm I'm not exaggerating. All I want is a championship. I don't. I, I've never seen a Knicks championship. You know what's funny? You know what's funny, though? I think there are a lot of people who were talking about Ray during the break. I think that there's a lot of people that feel like they would rather they would rather see what this team is capable of doing. Uh, I think I think you're probably right, but you just can't convince me that LeBron doesn't make this team much, much better. I think he does. I think the fear is all of a sudden he steps in and, and it what? does something to the the chemistry in the locker room. I don't know, man. That stuff's tangible, dude. I'm telling you, and you can feel it with this team. You can see it with this team, like this. And I mean, you already know the Villanova guys and the kind of relationship that they have. But this team, I mean, has has a tremendous chemistry that you don't want to mess around with. But I would I would say to those people at some point, like it, you're going to have to mess around with it because the goal is to eventually win a championship. So I mean, there's going to be a move that has to be made, probably. Right. You're going you're going to have to take the risk. And I guess the the question is is LeBron worthy of that risk? Here's what I say. Play Saturday night, and then you just leave him here, please. Well, the only reason we're having this conversation now is because he tweeted something out, and it doesn't feel like the Lakers could. Can the Lakers do enough to get him where he wants to go, which is a championship? No. So no. that's what he wants. How about and the Lakers telling, winning last if, night? I know. <laughs> With no Davis or LeBron, <laughs> unbelievable. Austin Reeves, buddy. Yeah, I know he went crazy. But they're not. But good right enough. now, listen. Those aren't even the only reason we're having that conversation now is because the deadline's on Thursday, and there was never a thought that LeBron James was going to get traded till now, potentially. Right, because he has that. I mean, what an hourglass tweet six days, seven days a week prior to the deadline. I mean, it's it, he's asking for this conversation. 
Right. That's why he tweeted it. Right. Exactly. He. This is what he wants. Um, John in North Bergen. Hi, John. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. RJ, Raymond, company. Thanks for taking my phone call. You got it, John. What's on your mind? Oh, man. Real quick. Uh, about, you know, the Knicks. After my Giants, my Knicks are my number two. But, like, to piggyback off the last caller, like, I haven't cheered that way since 99 when Allen Houston hit the shot. And before that, before 94, when John Starks made the dunk. But um, it was amazing night. He came back resilient. The team is great. Like, I love my Knicks. Like, and as far as uh, bringing LeBron, I don't agree with that. I... I listen to Bart and Han, and I listen to ESPN radio all day, but I'm trying to say that they should go for a backup point guard for Jalen Brunson, you know, and keep his legs fresh for the postseason. So you, you want to tweak with this thing and not go all in big on this team. Is that what you're saying? Not go big because, you know, the, the chemistry, you know, it's there, and Look at what but here's the thing, without... John. Here's the thing, and we appreciate the phone call. Here's here's the thing, and I know it's magical right now. Realistically, if you add Malcolm Brogdon, are you a championship caliber team? No. Okay. If you add LeBron James, Malcolm, like it, because let's put this like in, in your degenerate Dave terms. I don't know why you have to say it like that. But well, because right. I think it's a good way to do it. I mean, if if this if the Knicks trade for Mal- Malcolm Brogdon. What does it do to the Knicks' chances in Vegas to win a championship? It probably doesn't do anything. Okay, what happens if they trade for LeBron James? It it dramatically changes their odds. Right. And now Malcolm Brogdon would be a nice little piece, but no, I, I'm not, I'm not at the anti-Brogdon. No, at the end of the day, I think we need to understand this is great. I love every second of it. I I'm dialed into every every second of every game. I love this team. I love Jalen Brunson. All of it. Chemistry. You're talking to a guy who really truly believes the importance of chemistry in the locker room and everything else. I think we also have to recognize the uniqueness of this team and how they play and how they're coached and how, how they emphasize we show up every night. There's no load management. We play every game to win with that kind of desperation that doesn't exist in the NBA. It doesn't. Not every team plays as hard as the Knicks play every night. You heard Tim Legler talk about it the other night. The Knicks outwork you. Which it should be it, that should be the prerequisite. We show up every night. We play as hard as which we can. Is, which is actually a sad statement for the NBA where right. they are right now. But but that, it affects us positively. So go ahead. Right. That's not going to be the case in the postseason. When you're playing against Milwaukee, you're playing against Boston. It's not going to be. It's not going to be the chemistry. The chemistry will help. But at the end of the day, especially in the NBA, it, it comes down to who has the most talent. Usually, look at the names that have won championships. Go back. Look at the teams that have won championships and the players on those teams. You're talking about the best players in the NBA. And you would have a chance, potentially, to have arguably the greatest player of all time. It, it's it's got to it's got to increase your chances to win a championship. Now, you gotta decide. Is and this is only if this is a possibility. I'm I i do not know if it is or not. Can you win a championship in two seasons? Can, I mean, can you? Can you? Because you have to, you gotta shoot your shot. 
it's got to be worth it because you could also shoot your shot with someone that has a longer, a way longer Absolute, runway absolutely. than LeBron. Well, okay, so so I mean, I don't know if you can off the top of your head give me other names, but who else are we are we thinking about? No, I'm talking about like I mean, Carl Anthony Towns, or at a certain point, does you know, who knows what's going on with this knee now? But like Joel Embiid, just say, hey, I can't win here with the Sixers. Well, yeah, you, a younger you, you player offer, that's not. I mean, I, LeBron James is how many years away from being? Uh, retiring a couple two yeah, two three maybe yeah yeah i i get it uh joel Embiid, I'd... See, i see i don't know i'm really torn because you you never know how long this is going to last for and 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 you never know when another team is going to to make that leap and be a superstar kind of team right you don't know all of a sudden is is whatever player going to take that that next step and and they're going to be unstoppable I mean, LeBron makes you incredibly. Re- I mean, could you beat Boston if you had LeBron James? I I think you could. I think you got a good chance. I mean, I'm not especially saying if you would. Tra- well, but especially if you're just trading. I mean, if you're talking all of a sudden now, we're going Randall and Fournier, and some picks. I mean, Fournier's irrelevant. That doesn't matter. Yeah, that's the just picks are just, but just picks. So basically, what you're telling me, and you said this before, and you're right, is it's Randall for LeBron. You you'd have to make that trade. And I got to tell you, as much as I love Julius Randle, and I'm one of the people that do that does love Julius Randle, I don't know if he's kind of like the culture setter in the locker room that you're afraid to lose. I think he's more of a personality you kind of have to manage. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of those ones like we got to just make sure we can kind of keep Julius in, in the right headspace here. It's it's the Villanova guys. It's Jalen Brunson. Those are the guys that set the tone. It feels I think. like this is Hartenstein. Team, right? Uh, it, well, yeah, it's absolutely Brunson's team. Yeah. Uh, let's go to JoJo and Nutley. Hi, JoJo. Hey, how you doing, guys? How's everything? Good. What's going on, buddy? All right. Shout out to the company, but i just very excited about the Knicks. I wanted to actually apologize for being a hater on Tom Thibodeau back, you know, a year ago or whatever, but it seems like he just needed his type of guys. And you can see this year that these are the type of guys that he needs that come and, like, play both sides of the ball. Um Getting rid of RJ, I think, was big for Randall, especially because it gives him more room. It gives him more room to be himself and Jalen as well. Not, and OG is more not really a shooter; he's more a defender, but he will take his shots here and there. So I think it was a great trade as well. But um, if, I don't care who it is: LeBron, you know, Luca, Kyrie, you know, anybody. You name anybody that wants to come down. I agree with you guys. We we need anybody that will come and help us win the championship. But I do think it has to fit Thibodeau's system because you can see that when we get guys that work underneath him well, that, you know, this is, this is it's great. Everything's working well. So I, I think we should just keep it going. And let's go, Knicks. Keep it going, guys. It's phenomenal. But I, I, is, there, thanks for the call, is there a belief that LeBron doesn't fit into what they're trying to do? No. I mean, I think LeBron fits in anything you're trying to do. Right. So I don't understand. Guys, a basketball does... savant. I mean, does, is he a chemistry killer? I don't understand that either. No, no. I just he's a, he's a big he's a presence. He's a huge presence. Like he walks in the locker room, and it's not like I mean, this it's, is it's yeah, it's LeBron royalty James's walks in. Now. I understand. Yeah. And can like, that, can this team handle it, I, dude? There's no question, and, and I think a lot of the a lot of the people that would say, and I'm not saying Raymond here, but they, we don't want LeBron, are probably still kind of butthurt that LeBron did the whole decision thing. Get over it. If you don't, if you don't want him, because you don't think that he m- makes this a championship team or whatever the, the rationale from this day forward, fine. If you're, I can't believe in 2010 that he chose Miami over the Knicks. Get over it for God's sakes. 
This is the beauty of LeBron James, though. There is no one in the NBA, or maybe in sports, that is better at kind of creating the narrative and having them the topic of conversation all the time. He, lo- he loves this, huh? Like just one hourglass, and we're spending we're, we're spending time talking about LeBron and, and, James. And what, what's the name of the guy? I think he was a reporter for KTLA, and he Sorry. said, uh, LeBron looks like he could be traded. RJ, RJ. Uh, no, no. Don't you dare steal my RJs. Well, get RJ for me, please. Uh, I don't know how I can. RJ? I'm here. Hi. RJ, can we get, uh, can you see if we can get Wendy on at some point today? I can certainly reach out. Try. If anyone would know what the uh, hourglass means, it'd be Wendy. You think he can rewrite to the psyche of LeBron? Uh, he's been, I mean, he's been around LeBron for how long? Uh, anyone since he was in it. high school. Anyone could do it. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. What was the moment... An audible scream came from me. Audible An scream. Audible scream of audible joy? Scream. Yeah. Audible scream of joy. Ooh. I don't know. You said, I mean, it sounds like you were pretty amped up for this one. I was. The Hartenstein like dunk. Oh, really? Oh. Oh, you love him. You bet. I, I, lo- mean, I love, love him. How, guys, unbelievable. How could you not like him? He had 19 rebounds last night. Dude, there's not one guy on this team that I don't like currently. Uh, Yes. Yes. I mean, there's really not one guy I don't like. No, you're right. I mean, Josh Hart is imminently likable. Hartenstein, McBride, Grimes, Brunson. You know what the beauty of this team is, too? Precious. And why they're so so easy to root for? It's because you can see how much fun they're having. Like, they, they, they don't take it for granted, and they actually enjoy what they're doing. Like, that's, I mean, that's important. And they play a New York brand of basketball. I think all of it, but I also think it's like, I mean, I, I think as fans, sometimes we get we get really upset when we think, you know, these guys don't know how lucky they are to be doing what they're doing. 
the amount of the amount of money that they're getting paid, the fact that they get to play a kid's game for a living, like in in our minds, and me as a fan now, there's no question. Like it it shouldn't be a question that you show up every single day to work because that's what we do. We show up every day to work and right. we work. That you go play basketball or hockey or football for a living, get paid millions and millions of dollars, and that you wouldn't be giving a hundred percent all the time. Or even playing. I mean, last night, right. LeBron, Anthony Davis, they don't they don't suit up. The Nets a couple of weeks back. We'll get our guys in and we'll get our guys out. It's embarrassing what the NBA has turned itself into. And that's what this team does. And I've said this to you the entire time. My only fear, once we get to the postseason, is, is that you know these other teams that don't mm-hmm. take the regular season as serious as we do have a different level they can get to. Well, I think that was the definition of 2020, right? When so the Knicks... can... Can we get to that level? Yeah. I, uh, I, I, this is a far better team than they've been. A far better team. It absolutely is. There's but no question about it's a that. Fair, but, but, but against, and listen, there's good teams in the East. Cleveland is good. Indiana is good. Right? Philly, it when healthy, is good. Milwaukee is very good. Boston, may, maybe they're great. Like, there are many obstacles. But this is a really tough, resilient, punch you right in the face kind of a Knicks team. Yeah, they're going to make you earn it. Oh, it's yeah. not going to be easy. They ain't going to roll over, but it's just, I mean, it's one of those ones where you're playing up against a team that does have the skill, and now all of a sudden, because it is the postseason, they also are matching your intensity level. Can you put together four almost perfect games? Because, like, if you go just, I mean, you go, let's take the Celtics, for example. You look at what they have as opposed to what we have. Talent-wise, that's a better team. Yes. So if now that, that, that better talented team is playing as hard as you're playing, can you find a way? Because you're going to have to be almost perfect to beat that team. Can you put together four? I don't think I don't think great you can games? right now. I'll be honest with you. I don't. I don't think the Knicks can beat them, and I'm not sure they can beat Milwaukee. I don't. And that's know. the beauty. And that's the beauty of of football too. Is that because it's it's one game, you only have to put together. You could be you know, you could be the you know the teams that's the team that's not quite as good, but you just find a way on that day to be the better team and great. And, and I kind of think that's what, what is so enticing about college basketball, right? Is that you have that one-and-done situation where if you are a team that just shoots lights out or, or plays great defense or one day, you can move on. That's exactly right. Like, who's to say? I mean, in all honesty, and I think Patrick Mahomes is the greatest football player that currently lives. He's that good. If the Ravens and the, and the Chiefs play a seven-game series, are you are – you, are you, for sure, the Chiefs win that seven-game series. Uh, I would still take the Chiefs. Uh, I think it would probably. I mean, it would probably benefit the the Ravens, though. Yeah, maybe, maybe over, at some, over, at I some mean, point. Because what happens like, is over a long over a series, typically the better team, typically the better team finds a way to win. Right. Like there's a real chance all of a sudden now you're in the midst of a series with those two teams and all the things that caused the Chiefs problem during the regular season, like the mistakes, the drops, tackles being beat, like those rear their ugly heads. But in one game, like you can, you can put it all together. Um, here's Jalen Brunson after the game. Where did you get hit on that weird play? And I, yeah, how, how, how are you doing? Uh, I feel fantastic. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Got punched in the eye. Yeah, people listen. They're, they're not teams. Aren't stupid. Right? They're going to just try to be as physical as possible with this guy. Well, physical is fine, but physical is fine. But you can't. I mean, they punched him in the face. Yeah, well, I mean that's uh, and the ref standing there and calls nothing. The face, but that's the crazy part. I mean, standing right there, it's plain as as 
the day is long and you call and it, it goes down in a heap and you I mean you just let the play run through. Yeah, he's uh, there's no no, he's fine. He didn't get un- hit. Un- unbelievable. You got emotional before the show today. Jalen Brunson got emotional after the game last night. Here he is. That looked like a prize fight. How did that feel? That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. The night started with you being named to your first All-Star game. Just talk about the journey you've been on and how it has reached this point now where you're on the garden floor hearing MVP chance and you're going to the All-Star game. I mean... I got, I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say. I, I got to tell you, man, this city, as hard as it is, when it's good, it's, it's a different level than anywhere else. When it's good, it's the best. It's it's at a different level. And not only just here. I mean, watching what you saw in Charlotte, like watching this team, watching these fans travel. Well, because they love this team, and they're all over the place. Same thing with the Rangers. Same thing, I mean, Giants, Jets, you get it all over the place. But here's the difference. I, I think it's a, more of a Yankees town than a Mets, but what, what is it, 60-40? Maybe, maybe 65-35? Like, Giants, Jets, 60-40, maybe 65-35? Hockey, you got three teams. Rangers get the bulk of it. But, I mean, there's three teams that, that pull from that pie. I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. What, what is it here? 95-5, 90-10. It's such a Knicks town. It is. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, it, it's been hard for a lot of years to get anyone to decide that I want to I take on New York and the Knicks. And Jalen Brunson decided, and as the – you know, kind of the the number two option in Dallas that he wanted to take on New York, and you want to talk about? I mean, coming through and oh flying colors. You, you know what? I actually, think we have to do. I, I I'm not great at this. I think we have to stop with the Tyrese Halliburton conversation. Yeah, I don't think that's a conversation. I think it still pisses me off. But well, it it does me too. But it's got to piss you off less because you you landed a guy that's unbelievable. Yeah, listen, I'm not I'm happy we have Jalen Brunson. I just think that can win I, I could still be aggravated that given the opportunity to address a position that we've never really addressed, we decided to draft Obi Toppin. Let's go to Jason in Jersey City and say good morning, Jason. Good morning, guys. Uh you're there or should I take you off my uh Bluetooth? Well let, let me ask you this, Jason. When RJ talks to you and screens the call, what what is like the little spiel he gives you? Actually, on my car, um, like in my car speaker, or whatever yeah. you want to call it. So let, let me let, let I'm me, not, let, I'm me not, I'm not let me give you the spiel. So let me do it. Let, pretend I'm RJ. Ready? All right, Jason. When the guys pick you up, no speaker, no Bluetooth. Okay. Um, I was, I was in my car. So anyway, I'm switching to just on the phone. All right, guys. So either way, um, LeBron would be a great ad. Great ad for the team. But is he going to give up control? Because Jalen is the heart of the team. He's the one who moves the needle. He's the one who, like, sets the tone. Is he going to give, a, give up that control? Kevin Durant, I mean, I think they should go after him because he thinks he should be the top guy, but he's never been the top guy. You need the scorer, right? I think KD's a better pick than LeBron if you're for somebody. 
LeBron would be amazing in New York, but what I'm saying is I, I just don't think that um, – Yeah, Phoenix is not dealing KD. Yeah, Phoenix thinks they can go on a run. Yeah, Phoenix is not dealing KD. I mean, the only reason we're having this talk is because of LeBron's tweet. We're not playing. This isn't like, hey, let's just decide to do a show and be fantasy GMs here. And which he wanted great player this conversation. He prompted this conversation. This is exactly what he wanted. I got some. Uh, I got some news for everybody. Breaking. Uh, Eleven minutes ago. Big 14 news. Minutes ago now. Jazz hands. Is it? Is it big news? I think it's big news. All right. Pakistani Phil <gasps> did not see his shadow today. Is that good or bad? Early spring, baby. Yeah, let's go. That's what he's predicting. There we go. What does that mean spring will hit? I have no idea. <laughs> Just earlier, I guess. Er, er, earlier? Yes. Great. Although the weather now has not been all that bad. Well, what do you mean? All you were doing is complaining like two days well, ago. We had, we had a cold. run where it was bad, but lately it hasn't been bad. And, and like the next 10 days, I looked at the forecast, looked ahead, and it doesn't look bad. It's like It was like three uncomfortable days. That was it. Well, I didn't like They were very uncomfortable, though. It was. It too much. I, I would like some snow, though. I would have liked some so stuff. You, you got you to stop with this. Well, kids love it. I, I, I get it, but it, enough. Adults, not so much. Yeah, it, it's a real pain in the ass. Well, Raymond, when you have kids, you'll recognize that no, a cold, what, Ray, a cold rainy day that. sucks. A cold, snowy day, beautiful. Kids love it. Make it snowman, sledding, snow forts, you name it. You'll know. You'll find you, out. You talk to Raymond so nastily. I'm just letting him know. I'm trying to help him. I have three. And at some point, he'll have beautiful little Raymonds running around, and he'll maybe he'll be like, you know what, Rick was right. The snow stuff, I don't think great so. for kids. I I don't think so, R- Raymond. Right now, you signed for no snow in your child's in- entire life. No, I, Rick is right. I would like them to experience the joy that comes with a snow day. Like that, that's a cool part of childhood around yeah. here. A a snow day, two snow days, one day of sledding. You don't need consistent awful weather. No, well, no one said consistent of life. Dave. Awful. That's what you want? If I tell you right now you're going to get a foot of snow, you'd sign for it right now. I don't want it. Yeah, I would sign for it right now. Foot. Yeah. Think of the children. No. I think of the children. Think of the life that has to be led. I mean, trapped in your house. I'll stop it. Like I you. I mean, pay- you. I got, you love uh, and you know napping. what? A foot of snow. That's a double plow. Oh, yeah, okay. that's a double well, now, plow. Now we're getting to the heart of it. Right, money. Think about how many movies you could watch. You already told us that you want to retire and just watch movies. I, I do like movies. So uh, you suck it up. You pay the double plow, and you just sit with Sherry, cuddled up nice. Give me you all your money. Nice. You watch some movies. Maybe we make a fire. Maybe you make a fire. Maybe you do a little uh, popcorn trick with her. See if she likes that. You ever seen the movie Diner? I like popcorn. Uh, did I see the movie If you Diner? haven't seen the movie Diner, you should watch it this weekend. I don't have time this weekend. Okay. Well, at some point within the, the, the month of February, will you watch the movie Diner? I will. So he, uh, first of all, the cast is unbelievable. Steve Gutenberg is, uh, plays the, the young guy that's getting married. And before he agrees to marry this the woman, he makes sure to give her a full football quiz. That's right up your alley. I mean, what a movie. And there's a popcorn scene. And who's the popcorn scene with? Mickey Rourke. I'm looking at this cast. You got Kevin Bacon. It's one of the great casts in movie history. Daniel Stern. Ellen Barkin. You name it. It's one of the great casts in movie history. And when the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon used to be a game, it was a great great use of that uh, movie. Rotten Tomatoes gave us a 92%. It's a great movie. Barry Levinson did the movie. Great movie. I'm not going to steer you wrong. 
1982. I was I was one years old. Oh, I'm not blaming you for not, not having even. seen it. And I don't think it's one years old. I wasn't even a year old. I was. I mean, this I think is March of '82. It's one year old. Oh, shut up, would you please? You know, years old. Yeah. How do you say Huntington? Uh you say Huntington. Brian and Huntington. He didn't. He didn't write <laughs> Huntington. He wrote Huntington. Brian and Huntington. You wonder why I'm rarely on your side, if, what do you if mean? ever. What does that mean? You know what he meant. You know what? Actually, uh, guys, I, I'm going to be out of town this weekend. I don't know if I told you. I'm going on vacation. Back roads, you know, like Okachaki or whatever it is in Florida. Oh, here we go. Uh, Dave, will you visit Okachaki while you're uh, down it, in Carolina? It's right next to Huntington. You know what? I was thinking on the fly. You made a grievous mistake in the call screener. <laughs> Brian and Huntington. I just took that guy to task for not listening to your directions. You know what? Honestly, people, call on your Bluetooth. RJ loves it. <laughs> well, you have to talk to him. That, that's fine. Okay. It seemed like a great conversation. Call on your speakerphone. <laughs> RJ will love it. Guy constantly sounding like you're talking like that. Yeah. I, put that on the air. Yep. Can you, can you hear me? <laughs> no. Can you take us off Bluetooth? Well, you're very kind. I wouldn't even blame you if... I mean, by by now, if, if you're going to call on your headset and you, you sound like... Like nonsense. I, th- I think by now, we've been doing it long enough, we just have a green light to just kind of hang they up hang on up? people. Yeah. No. Like, not rudely, but it's like, listen, you didn't... You, you didn't. Oh, can you hang on Can you hang up on someone not rudely? I was thinking the same thing. No, like, but... Is there, is there a pleasant way? Okay, sir, we're going to now hang up on you. Bye-bye. Yeah. Sorry, this doesn't sound good. Bye-bye now. You know, kind of like Rondell Moore. There I'm goes slow- Rondell Moore. Bye-bye. <laughs> Slowly fade them out. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> that is... Oh, so what? good. You That's like so that? good. Champion, champion. There goes Ryan Delmore. Bye-bye. James Conner. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> the Ron Delmore one, I think, is really the special one. It's elite. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Here. Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Raymond, you have some statistics from the Groundhog and, and his level of accuracy, and um, I don't think people are going to be all that thrilled about it. Yeah, there's some troubling numbers here. Okay, so I found uh, this weather almanac called StormFax, okay. and they actually have a record. Have we vetted StormFax? Uh, it seems it's cited by a bunch of news sources like okay. ABC, Fox. So StormFax claims to have tracked... Puxatawney film Phil going all the way back to 1887. So, in that time frame, he has seen his shadow allegedly 108 times, no shadow 21 times, and no record nine times. Uh, his his hit rate, how many times Puxatawney Phil has been correct? It's only 39 percent of the time since 1887. Well, that's not so, great. It's not so a you, great. You'd, per, you'd prefer he'd say we got a long hard winter ahead of us. Because odds are he's going to be wrong anyway. I don't know why we're choosing today to disparage Punks Tony Phil. Because he's he's just bad. He's he's like a a, 
a, a tout that has a 900 number that doesn't give you the, the accurate picks. All right, so why don't you come up with something better? Why don't you find some kind well, of— Well, who is a genius that said, yeah, have, have this rodent run out of a hut and let, let's see if he sees a shadow or not? According to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration— I think it's Oceanic. Oceanic? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what? And, I wasn't rude. Uh, in the past 10 years, it's 40%. That's better. That's not good. It's, a, it's 1% better, Rick. He's not hitting it 50%. Yeah, right. But for, it's, it's a freaking groundhog. Yeah. Well, who is the genius that decided, yeah, let's have a rodent walk out of his hut, and, and we'll see if the shadow is evident, and if it is, then something happens, and if it's not, something else happens. And the fact is we have men dressed in tuxedos that, that sit there and decipher what the, the proper answer is. What is happening? I'll tell you what's happening. What? Is you're, is you're being very critical of Punxsutawney Phil right now, and I don't like it. First of all, you called him a rat. I called him a rodent. No, it didn't stop at rodent. And now, you, now he's a glorified rat. He's a he's a rat with a with a bushy tail, is what he is. And now you're attacking. I think you're his, talking his, about a squirrel. His hit rate. Yeah, why don't you find some? Be creative. Why don't you find your own rodent that has a better hit rate? Than forty percent. I could, I could, I could go outside and dig up my yard and find anything that would have a better hit rate than forty percent. Dave the raccoon. Why don't we dress you up as a rodent and you can see if no, you see your because whatever the, the rodent company would be probably wouldn't appreciate my shape and wouldn't allow me to wear their line of clothing. I actually think you got a, a good shape for a, like a. It's, a, I don't it's, know. A, it's elitist, is what it is. A beaver, and it's disgusting. It could be like a beaver. Hey, look up some rodents that you look like. <laughs> Hope you fall down. Types of rodents. Let's go to uh, Hot Take Johnny in the car. What's up, Hot Take? Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing today? We're doing great. Yeah, last night was awesome, wasn't it? I mean, that 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 win was was epitome of what New York's about, I believe. Um, so as far as LeBron, it, I I think like you saw last night the identity identity of this team is grit and defense. And at starting the second quarter, they came out and played good defense and played hard the entire game. And you saw that it, they, they really took the patience out of their offense. LeBron doesn't bring that on the defensive end anymore. As good offensively as he is, he can't play hard all the time anymore. I mean, he really has to. You saw last year in the Western Conference Finals, he had to, you know, he gave such an effort. Um, I believe it was game six that game seven, he wasn't quite the same. Um, as much as you know, LeBron is 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 an all time great, one of the greatest. You can argue the greatest if you want. I think at his age, I, I, I want to make what did you say? I don't want to take the identity of the team. Hot take. Yep. What did you say? That last point. He got worn down. Where in what? In the playoffs. In no, what, no, what you said the Western it, Conference at the end of the Western Conference Finals, okay. right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the it's the and Western it Conference. Happened, though, correct. It's the Western Conference Finals, though. Okay. Yeah. So am, we're trying I, to. I mean. I, it, it, do you think that do you have a better chance of getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, where inevitably, because you you think LeBron James is just going to run out of gas, is there a better chance of getting there with LeBron James or with Julius Randle? I'm not sure because the identity and grit of this team. There's chemistry matters in sports. Come on, you know that, Rick. And this, I understand and that, but I don't. Chemistry. I don't look at. Ju- I love Julius Randle. I don't look at Julius Randle as the one that is setting the tone. That the tone for the Knicks. That's that's Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson's that the guy. Tone, but one thing that um, Dibs talks about and Han talks about is that Randall plays hard, plays to injury, plays all the well, time. I mean, uh, I, 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 what, we're disparaging LeBron for playing hard and playing through injury? 
I'm not disparaging him for it. I'm saying what Randall does adds to what How has Randall been in the postseason? Whether you love him or not, and I don't, Rick does. How has Randall been in the postseason? His first postseason, yes, he was bad. Last one, we all know he was injured. We oh, all know oh, he was. Oh, okay, and, so and, and, have you yeah. seen high-level Julius Randle in the playoffs? Have you ever seen that happen? No. All right. And there you go. And thanks for the call. I mean, I'm sorry. The, and I get, a, I get a, a tweet from John Curran. He says, I'm very disappointed in the take on bringing LeBron to the Knicks and ruining what we have and Brunson's progress. However, I, I guess it's great radio fodder to get people calling in. This is not radio fodder. LeBron makes how, you a better basketball team. Yeah, I don't know if it necessarily it, it impedes the progress of Jalen Brunson. Do you think? Do you think LeBron comes here and all of a sudden it's just he? I mean, he he's a, a, a loose cannon and he can't get along with players and he demands all sorts of things. No, but whatever player you, I mean, unless you're of the opinion you don't want this team to make any kind of big move, like let's just ride this thing out, we can add small pieces, and, and eventually we'll get to the point where this is a championship-caliber team. Unless if, if that's your mindset, fine. But if at some point you think you're going to have to make a move, whatever player, big-time player you bring in is going to have to learn to assimilate to whatever you're trying to do here. Obviously. Now, if you say, I think we can get, you fill in the blank in the offseason, I think we can get Embiid healthy at 29 years old or... I don't know. I mean, you you find the guy and you like that better. Fine, but at some point, you're you're this. I'm sorry. This is not a championship caliber team the way they're currently constituted. I love them. I'm telling you, I was so I was ecstatic last night. Raymond couldn't sleep. We can't talk about them enough. But this is currently not a championship caliber team. They're not. The whole idea too that LeBron James is just not in, incapable. Like, does he? I mean, does he have to at his age kind of pace himself, especially through the you know, through the regular season to make sure that he's at the level he needs to be at in the postseason? Absolutely. That guy's 39 years old. And look at the amount of wear and tear he's put on his body over this many years. But, I mean, to the point you made earlier, like you've seen a guy who's who's arguably the greatest player of all times, the greatest player of all time that's won championships before, that's dominated the playoffs. And then you've seen what Julius Randle has been in the playoffs. And I love Julius Randle. But to try to compare the two is craziness. It's ridiculous. Even if you love Randall, to say that LeBron's not better than Randall is always going to mess with the chemistry. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I think people just look for reasons to not do stuff sometimes. And again, if you have something else on the back burner and you're, you're, you know, you're, you're trying to move for whoever and you like that better in the future, I get it. But if this could be the big move, I don't know how you'd complain about it. I really don't. Well, unless it doesn't work. I mean, I can understand why. And it might not work. Like, at this point, you won nine in a row, what, 15 in your last 17? Like, right. there's some hesitation. Like, you don't yeah, want to screw things up. Yeah, 15 two since January 1. All right, you don't want to screw things up. Like, this team right now is rolling, and you don't want to mess with that. But, I mean, this is not talking about getting, like, just some guy. It's LeBron James, man. It's LeBron James. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. When Raymond gives us the plays of the week, before he does that, he's going to have to give us not one but two separate nuggets. Raymond, are you ready with the nuggets? Do you want those now? Rick, I'd love them now. Would you like them now? I would love them now. Yeah. All right, one nugget. Uh, I've never actually broken a bone in my body. I've had 
I've had some injuries before. You've never, never broken a bone? Never broken a bone. Never never had the, in, in a sort of injury that put me on crutches. So wow. been fortunate. That, I've had some injuries, though. Like I, I vividly remember as a child falling down the stairs and, and splitting my, my forehead open. Oh. So that was, a, that was a time. But I never actually broke a bone in my well, life. Well, you're very lucky. Good for broke you. Broke his actual bone, yeah. Not one bone, huh, Raymond? I, I caught what you did there. Did you get stitches? <laughs> you did you get stitches? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He split his forehead yes, open. Yes, I've had, I've had stitches quite a few times, but never actually a broken bone. Snitches nice get nugget. stitches. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't get the stitches because I snitched. Dave, Good. If Good. that makes you feel better. It does. I also once had a summer job where I actually worked on a farm in the summer. Really? Uh, I learned how to operate. Did you milk every- the cows? No, there was no cow to milk. Oh. Uh, I, I, I bailed What kind hay. of farm was this? Um... It's actually the 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 company where my father has worked for many years. Uh, the 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 man who owned it needed somebody to work on his farm property, so I I, I spent the summer doing that. Uh, one year in college. What kind of stuff did you rake hay? Uh, baling hay. Yeah. Uh, planting crops for the for the summer. Uh, plowing. Uh, learned how to uh, <laughs> learned how to operate heavy machinery. <laughs> Yes, yes. You know, is, you this. can't you can't take like a uh, heavy medicine before you operate machinery. Well, that no. was not that's not no. a problem for me. So, Good. yes. Michael how Blake you, probably how not often get away with plow, that. How often did you plow? As often as needed. And you never and you never busted a bone. <laughs> never. Definitely not. Bulbous. <laughs> it's, it's dangerous. That's <laughs> dangerous equipment. <laughs> so how's that? You satisfied? I am. All I'm right. disappointed you never milked a cow. There was no cow to milk. They didn't have, they didn't have cows. What kind of farm was this? There were, there were no animals. No, well, it's not just, really just a farm. because just because there's no animals doesn't mean it's a farm. You're you're farming. You're planting. And again, there's, like there's, a, get, there's, a, like? there's an entire field of hay to bale. Which, but I've learned baling hay is a tremendous pain. It's it's terrible work. I don't recommend doing it. Would you like us to get you a cow? You can practice. You try. Why? I don't know. Just yeah, like just just utter experience. Utters. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, would you like plays of the week? Now? I'd love it, Raymond. <laughs> These are the plays of the week. You week win two, and they're 0-2. Week win two. What a week it was for RJ Santillo. I mean, he's, he's his Niners are going back to the Super Bowl. He got to stand by his predictions. Uh, go at all those people who have nasty emails. I'm your huckleberry. He's Doc Holliday. He, he has a smoke for everybody. Uh, Rex Ryan threw a couple bombs after championship weekend. Two times this guy's won the MVP, and that's, that's more of a reflection of their defense than it is him. To me, it's like, what do they got, one win? And those two MVPs, they got one playoff win. Uh, during the show, Dave's dogs ran away again. Uh, they went through the invisible fence, but they did return at some point. So congratulations, Dave. Thank you. Uh, you know, football's winding down. We got to have other sports to watch. That's badminton. That's not badminton. It's badminton. <laughs> what are you going to watch? A shuttlecock fly all over the place? <laughs> what a guy, That's Dave. Badminton. Badminton. I'm a dream crusher. That's what Dave is. Uh, Amani Toomer joined the show again. They made uncharacteristic mistakes. You know, I, I felt like when I'm watching Lamar playing this game, I'm watching like, remember that Bugs Bunny, that guy, just, you know, that big, he'd say, uh, this is my friend, and I'm going to call him George, and I'm going to hug him and squeeze him. I will name him George, and I will hug him and pet him and squeeze him. You know who else was also named George? The the quarterbacks who are comparable to uh, Patrick Mahomes. And every time we win a point, I'm going to just scream Jeff George right in your face, oh. I think. <laughs> Whenever that pickleball game does happen, uh, RJ got another Yeti from the fine folks at uh, Telemordu, so he's now hoarding them. Irish whiskey. <laughs> and we will see if the uh, if the Yeti thief will ever uh, return and wreak havoc upon us all. 
Uh, Wednesday, more contests. We have Sebastian Maniscalco tickets to give away today. He's Ooh. he's very funny. Have you watched his new show like I asked you to watch? You'll fly right through it. I have terrible news. What? Uh, we don't have tickets to give away. <laughs> Just a promo, guys. Just <laughs> a promo. Uh, another win for RJ as uh, he, he got complimented on his very seductive radio voice by uh, not one but two lady listeners. So big, big Wednesday for RJ. Also a big Wednesday for, for the meetings. And, you know, Rick gets a free show when John gets angry. And he also gets free stuff. Not like we can make great guys look greater. We can make awful guys look competent. Uh, we also, by the way, uh, Dave. Yeah. You you started to tell a story. Well, you did tell a story on Thursday about a chatty individual in the bathroom, right? Right. The bald fella. Yep. And um, I after the show, uh, I saw said bald fellow in the hallway, and he had a strong denial of your version of events. And I'd like to invite Mike Browncher on right now to. Uh, Clarify what actually happened in the bathroom uh, last week. All right. Well, good morning, fellas. Good morning, Michael. So I, the fact that you said that I kept talking and I prevented you from doing your business. I finally said you have to leave the bathroom. I need to go. But but, but before all of that, what you were doing was, oh, you love the show? You love me? Tell me what's great about the show, which is what you've been doing all morning. So I don't think I was. I'm someone who routinely makes a movement at work, right? So I know. I don't want to be talked to. I'm a regular movement maker. So I was cognizant of your need to make a movement. But you you kept asking me, oh, you listen to the show. You love the show, right? I'm great, right? So so I have to. you have to kind of, I'm, I'm going to call BS on you. No. Ooh. Ooh. No. I might have been fishing for compliments, but the, <laughs> we crossed the threshold where I had to go and you wouldn't leave. Did I finally say to you, Mike, leave the bathroom. I need to, as you would so eloquently say, make a movement. R- right. But like we wouldn't have even got to that place had you not been fishing for compliments. I would have been I would have been done and gone because I, as I said, I'm a regular movement maker. His version of events, Dave, it kind of checks out. You do fish for compliments, so I could see you extending I had your to go to the bathroom and he wouldn't way. leave. And I he also told you, me though. go find an empty stall on another floor. Oh, that uh. that to me is brilliant. <laughs> it does happen. So uh, Listen, you, you guys have some things to sort out. Uh, you, can fi- you. you can figure Love it you. out. Figure it out off the air. Well, my favorite part about Thursday, though, back roads, the, like Okachaki or whatever it is. <laughs> Again, same energy. <laughs> Changeling or something. Mm, either way, see Dave visiting the back roads and becoming a story of a, of his own on uh, "Did It Happen in Florida?" Back roads, the, like Okachaki or whatever it is, and in that Florida. is in Florida. Okachaki, Lake Okeechobee. Mm. One more time. <laughs> Why don't you tease the frenzy first, you animal? Why don't you shut your mouth? There's a lot going on today. We're all in such a great mood because the, the, the Knicks are doing well, and uh, you know we're taking calls from everywhere. Brian and Huntington. <laughs> Just riding. That's what it said by. on my call screen, I stand by it. You knew it was Huntington. I you did knew not. It was. I, I thought it was. This, I thought it was the next Hanover from that place that sounds similar in Jersey. This is why. RJ says you're a bad guy. Brian and Huntington. And this is why, <laughs> when you make requests, you get rejected by Spike Lee. Spike, is there any chance that you'd like to bring Rick or I or both of us and, and sit with you courtside? That ain't going to happen. <laughs> Have a great weekend, fellas. It's a good job by you. It's an elite plays of the week, and it's Rule 76. No excuse to play like a champion. It's DPHO Rothenberg and... Raymond, say it with me. Carpe Omnia. 98.7 ESPN. You seem extremely annoying. I hate you. 
Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.